Good morning. I want to welcome you to virtual worship once again. I know that none of us were expecting, nor do we like, that we, out of necessity and with an abundance of caution, return to virtual worship for this one Sunday. Of course, we found out the need to cancel services much too late a week ago to provide an online worship experience for you, but we were able to make this available to you this morning. I trust that you received the newsletter in the mail with a more detailed explanation as to what actually caused us and facilitated us canceling services for 10 days. We did so that we might experience uh, safety for our people, and that if we had failed to do that, we could have opened up for a much larger group of people to have experienced the spread of the COVID through our people coming to services with no warning or idea, perhaps, that they were being exposed. Thereby, we would have been facing the possibility much for a much extended period of time waiting for our people to get over this and through it and it could have caused some to become very critically ill we will indeed move forward with our community outreach that we have planned on august the 8th but with a slight adjustment to our schedule of preparation we will have a meal or not have a meal, I should say. There will be no meal this Wednesday, but instead we will meet in the gym at six o'clock for the packing of the backpacks. Immediately after getting through with the backpacks, we will conduct a very short training session on how to effectively use faith. We still need everyone to volunteer to help on the 8th also, so that we may sow as many seeds as possible with the gospel. This must be a total church endeavor to be successful. As we continue to walk through the faith presentation, and in order that our church could be fully prepared for this special evangelistic event, today we consider the T in truth. The T stands for turn. Would you join your heart with mine as we pray? Father, we're thankful for your love and your blessings. We thank you for the wisdom that you've given to those that I'd consulted with last weekend, those in the medical profession as for our best course of action. Lord, it's not something we delight in doing. Matter of fact, it's something that we despise doing, but we felt it necessary on such a short notice to be able to make sure that our people were not uh, affected and infected with the virus through negligence on our part. Thank you, Lord, that this is soon going to be behind us. After this morning, matter of fact, we'll be back together again. All of our people together on Wednesday night in the gym making preparations for next Sunday. And then next Sunday will be a wonderful opportunity as we gather together. Today, Lord, as we look at the letter T in faith, I pray that you'll open our eyes, our minds, our hearts to receive these truths 
and that you may help us to have a, a deeper understanding of what faith is all about, what this evangelistic tool is about, and how it can be used successfully to reach others for Jesus. Lord, give us an understanding. Expand our understanding and our knowledge of sharing the gospel. And we thank you for the opportunity to be able to worship together, even if it is virtually. But oh, we look forward to being back together Wednesday night and then back in the worship center next Sunday. Thank you for all of our people. We pray for those who are walking through times of bereavement and, and having health issues. Lord, the numbers are so many. There are so many individuals and families who have lost loved ones in the last 10 days and others that are gravely ill. I pray for them. I pray for your comfort. I pray for your strength. I pray for the healing of those who are really having health problems now and that you would be with them and their loved ones through these difficult times and continue to bless and strengthen and comfort those who have lost a dear family member in the last couple of weeks and even those that are still mourning the loss of a family member over the past year continue to minister in their lives and hearts. But now as we look at your word, may you teach us and may we grow as Jesus would have us do. For it's in his name we pray. Amen. Well, thus far you'll remember that we've defined forgiveness as taught in the scripture. Thus we have defined and looked at some awesome attributes of our Heavenly Father, of God's forgiveness that is offered for salvation in Jesus. We recognize that forgiveness cannot be earned, neither is it deserved on our part. It is freely offered, and yet it is not free. Jesus paid an, an horrific price for us on the cross that we might have forgiveness, taking the penalty of our sin through his death on the cross. And then we looked at the biblical teaching that his forgiveness is available, though it's not automatic. It is available to the entire human race as Jesus died on the cross for the sins of the entire world. Even so, his death did not issue forgiveness to everyone in the human race, but made it available for those who would believe and trust for them to know the forgiveness in Jesus Christ as Savior. Then we talked about the I, which stands for impossible, that it's impossible for God to allow sin into heaven. Therefore, an individual who is a sinner cannot do enough good to cover up their sin and to get right with God. An individual who is a sinner cannot give enough money or do enough things for other people. It is a matter of receiving what God has done for us in Jesus. The scriptures teach us that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all, according to 1 John 1, 5. Therefore, he will not allow sin into heaven. He will not allow that, and he will not allow sinful man to have fellowship with him as a holy God and then live in heaven with him. 
It is only through the forgiveness that God has provided through the death, burial, and resurrection of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. As I stated a few moment, minutes ago, the T stands for turn. To turn simply means to change directions, to be headed in one direction and then turning and going in another direction. If you're headed east, for instance, going down the highway and you realize that your desired destination is west of where you are, it requires that you pull over, make a turn, turn around, and head west in order that you may arrive at your desired destination. And so it is with mankind. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It plainly teaches that we're in need of God's forgiveness. And in order to experience that forgiveness, in order to receive it in one's life, that they might have their sin burden taken away and the penalty of their sin removed from their lives, they must turn from his or her sin and turn to Jesus for forgiveness. That's what turn means. When I was a young, young boy, really, my mother and I used to sing together. Matter of fact, the first time I sang, she had been after me for some time to sing, and I told her, I said, Mama, if you'll sing with me, I'll sing. So she stood up and had never sung a song in, her ch in our church in her life, but she stood up there and sang with me the very first time. But we would sing together often. We loved to ride to church. Our church was 25 miles away from our home all of my growing up years. And so on the way to church and on the way home, we would sing many times. My mother and I, my sisters with us, and my dad would often sing with us as he was driving. And we loved to sing together as a family. But mother and I had a, a, a special time together and doing duets. And, and one of the songs we sang was Wasted Years. I had an aunt that would come to town, a great aunt actually, that'd come to town once a year to visit my grandmother, her sister. And she wanted to hear us sing. And the favorite song of hers that we sang was that song called Wasted Years. The chorus reads, Wasted years, wasted years. Oh, how foolish. As you walk on in darkness and fear, turn around. Turn around, God is calling. He's calling you from a life of wasted years. To know God's forgiveness and to live forever, one must turn around. The very early church in some locations performed baptism much differently than we perform baptisms today. Before a candidate was to be baptized, the individual was to face the West, spit as is, as if spitting into the devil's face and renouncing Satan and his leadership and control over their lives. And then they would turn and face the East and throw their hands up in the air as in yielding to the Lordship of Jesus and entering into his presence. And they would say, 
I claim Jesus as my Savior. I yield my life. I turn from sin and I yield my life to Jesus as my Lord and Savior. That's exactly where the sinner's prayer comes in that we talk about. It is leading an individual to turn away from sin in their life. Admitting that they are sinners, admitting that they cannot do anything about it and can't get rid of the guilt in their life because all are guilty, and simply believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and to surrender to Him all of oneself and say, I turn from everything. I embrace Jesus. I give Him my life. I trust in Him as Lord and Savior for my future. That future includes a home in heaven, which we will look at next Sunday morning in the worship center together. Amen? And I look forward to seeing you there. But until then, you remember these things. I trust you jotted some notes down today when we talked about turn. Turn is just another word for repentance, another way of helping us understand what it takes for a lost person, someone who is unsaved, someone who is in their sin and not a follower of Jesus, to become a Christian, to become a child of God to be saved and to know that they will live forever with Jesus. One must turn from their sinful nature and embrace the sinless nature of the Savior and ask Him to direct their lives and to take charge and to yield to Him from then on. That's a good message. I trust we will be used of the Lord as we try next Sunday to share with all of these folks who come to get a backpack and school supplies, to share with them the truth of who Jesus is, what he offers, and how they can have his wonderful forgiveness.